0: Welcome to episode 24 of podcast, the official Humans of Dublin podcast. I'm your host, Derek Carter, and today's episode is something quite different to our usual show. Usually, my job is to chat with people from Dublin or living there about their life experiences, their beliefs, and what makes them tick. And I always say that the aim of the show is to help us make better, more meaningful connections with the people all around us. Well, hopefully this episode still manages to achieve that aim, but like I said, it is a bit of a change from the norm. For a start, it's much shorter than usual, and for another thing, it's not actually an interview, though it does still feature both me and someone very interesting. You see, last month, I and Peter, who, in case you don't already know, is the founder and talent behind Humans of Dublin, were invited to give a talk at the monthly Creative Mornings event here in Dublin. Each month, about 50 people come together early in the morning for some good coffee and to hear a guest speaker talk about that month's particular theme. Well, the theme for last month was magic, magic which worked really well for us because we genuinely feel that when we meet and talk to the Humans of Dublin, something magical happens that transforms us for the better. So you'll hear more about that in this episode, as well as a bit about Peter's journey with Humans of Dublin so far, how the podcast came about, and a behind-the-scenes understanding of what we do. But before I play that for you, there are just a couple of quick things to mention. First of all, thanks a million to Brian, the organiser of Creative Mornings Dublin, for inviting us to give the talk, and to Intercom for so generously hosting it. Interestingly, a couple of Brian's previous speakers have also been guests here on podcasts, so do make sure to check out their talks on the Creative Mornings website. You'll find the link for that in the show notes. During the talk, you'll hear Peter sharing a couple of pages from his new Humans of Dublin book, which I should tell you is a beautiful thing, and you should definitely buy it for yourself or someone you love when it comes out at the end of October. And I don't think you can blame me for giving that a bit of a plug here. Finally, thanks to all the people who attended the talk last month. You made us feel very welcome. And hopefully I'll get to meet some of you again at future Creative Mornings events. Okay, on with today's episode. And I'll just explain what's happening in the opening section because naturally enough, on the podcast, you can't actually see what we're doing. Before we started our talk, Peter and I made a public show of support for the women of Ireland by putting on a couple of repeal jumpers. So that's what I'm talking about in the opening comments, and that's what we're doing. You can learn more about that over at repeal.ie. And I have to say thanks a million to Anna Cosgrave for all the hard work that you're doing for this important cause. All right, after such a big build-up, i better let you listen to our talk now, so here it comes. Enjoy. Thanks, Brian. Uh, hello, humans of Dublin. <laughs> of you are sitting there saying, I'm not from Dublin,
1: right? We're <laughs> uh, in Dublin now, so hello,
0: humans of Dublin. We are humans of Dublin. Peter was from Dublin first. Yeah. Uh, Peter's going to kick it off and introduce himself in a second, but before we do that, we just want to do one quick thing. You know, one of our big things in humans of Dublin is we really love people, we love humans, all humans, no matter where they're from. But there is one special group of humans that deserves our kind of out loud special right now support in Ireland. And so we just want to do one quick thing before we kick it off and Peter tell you who he is and what humans are doing this. Cable thank you. Yeah, this was, they, they,
1: I think this is really important and I saw a girl already who was wearing the same one, so bad for you as well. <laughs> okay, so I don't usually give speeches, so if I get too nervous I'm going to out, go out on that door, so don't be surprised on that. My name is Peter, I'm running Humans of Dublin Facebook page. If you don't know what is Humans of Dublin, is basically a collection of portraits and short quotes from random people on the streets of Dublin. I'm doing it two years now. It started out that I decided that I don't want to make coffees anymore. I was working in a coffee shop, um, and I wanted to be a photographer. So I decided that I'm going to buy a camera, and um, I started a photography course. And before I started the course, I started to work on small projects, so I didn't want to go there empty-handed. And at the same time, my girlfriend introduced me to Humans of New York, and I thought that it would be awesome to bring it to Dublin as well. But I didn't have any intention that I'm going to make it big. It was just a project that I'm going to start working before I start the photography course. Um, I kind of instantly fell in love with it. And since then, I have 120,000 followers. And the weekly reach of the page is 350,000. So it's pretty big now. And I I just enjoy it so much to open up little windows of people, lives, every day.
0: So yeah, as you probably know, Peter's brand and Humans of Dublin's got from strength to strength. Where I came along was we built a little extension onto that house. And at the end of last year, I came across Peter uh, through my day job, I'm a learning and development consultant, and I was at a corporate gig, and Beko was the photographer, and at the break, because he's a friendly guy, and I'm a friendly guy, we started shooting the breeze, and we learned what he did. And what we decided to do in the company I worked for was, um, I followed him around for a half a day. He knew, I wasn't, like, hiding uh, <laughs> like, the, the bushes. Could, he chose to have me follow him around for a half a day. And we videoed him and I interviewed him at the end of that. We put that out to our clients and we got great feedback. But another great thing happened was that myself and Peter really hit it off. And he enjoyed being interviewed and afterwards he said, that's really good. I really enjoyed being asked questions that made me think about going on and wearing I and, and so a couple of months later then when all that was said and done, I had a brainwave in the shower the morning, as you do. And I said, listen Peter, you should really do a podcast and I should do it for you. And he said yes, he's a great man for saying yes. So that was uh, February that we launched that. We're 22 episodes in. Small but growing is how I would describe the podcast. Uh, we've had over 2,000 people listen to it in dozens of countries, hundreds of cities all over the world. Some have listened to just one episode, some have listened to all episodes.
1: <laughs>
0: My lovely sister is here, and I know she's a super fan of it. So <laughs> thanks, <laughs> right. uh, So that's the podcast. I mean, what I say at the start of every episode is the aim of the podcast is... Really, to find some of the people who've been featured on the page, who have more to tell, we get a snippet on the page, and sometimes you're just left saying, "God, I wish I could sit down with that person." Well, I get it, uh, and and um, that that's a real privilege. And so that's 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 it for that. Let's get to the team, okay? We were told that the team for this month was magic, and I think as adults, when we hear magic, we probably there's two types of magic, I think. And as adults, we go straight to the sort of the grown-up, cynical version of magic, where we think it's pretend, and it's just for entertainment, and it's illusion, and it's sleight of hand, and it's Paul Daniels <coughs> stuff, and it's not real. Uh, but that's kind of still okay, because it's entertainment, isn't it? You know. Now there are websites and, and Facebook pages out there that kind of use a formula to tap into people's emotions and get clickbait and things like that. You know. Uh, Soldier returns from war, and you won't believe the reaction his deaf dog has. Your heart will <laughs> You know, so there's stuff like that where you know it feels emotional and it feels human, but it's following a formula, and that's still kind of nice. Uh, but it doesn't last, and it doesn't really change you as a as a consumer of that. Um, so for us, we're we were happy to see the theme was magic because we actually get to experience you know, a very real kind of magic. And it's not that we're magicians, it's that what we do exposes us to the real magic. And in our mind, real magic does three things. It either makes something disappear, or it creates something that wasn't there in the first place, or it takes something that was there and it transforms it into something else. <laughs> okay. Oh, Macund, my beautiful all the graphic designers in the room are going, no, you've got a transparency of that was perfect when I gave that Brian. <laughs>
1: And <laughs> no, also the the magic for me is actually that that a single project was able to give me so much power. Like I'm still the guy who was making coffee, but I was able to to in two years time create this huge following and uh, transform me from a guy who's making coffee to be an author in this month. I'm going to publish my first book, um, The Humans of Dublin, first book, and. <coughs> it was able to make me connect to so many people and open so many stories and make so many connections for me, that I'm able to stand in here talking to you guys now. So this is, I think this is magic as well, isn't it? Like an everyday magic. You just have to work hard. If you believe in yourself and you believe in a project that you work on, you can really go really, really far with that. Yeah. so there's
0: no doubt uh, both Peter and I have been looking to be transformed. And I suppose under the three headings, you know, we, we certainly feel that what we get to do is magic. Because, you know, if we take the disappear heading, what do we make disappear with humans doing? Well, really, as, again, as adults, as grown-ups in the world, we go around with a kind of an invisible bubble that stops us connecting with people. Whether you're sitting beside someone in the doctor's office or on the bus or at a creative mornings event or something like that, we've got this kind of resistance to making a connection often, unless you're really friendly and extroverted. So, our own shyness or our own uh, fear or our own biases or whatever are kind of stopping us from making that human connection. And we're really lucky that that's what we make disappear, or that's what disappears in front of our eyes. That barrier drops, it melts away. And at the end of the, the, the talk here this morning, we'll kind of explain how that happens and we'll, we'll maybe let you behind the curtain a little bit and help you to experience that a bit when you leave here today. So, for making anything disappear uh, through what we do, it's that barrier that stops us connecting with each and In terms of creating something from nothing, well, what we really ma- manage to create is a very strong bond. You know, uh, people open themselves up to us. Uh, and when I came across Peter first, and you know, one of the things that I said was, "God, people just open up and tell them their whole life story. How the hell does that happen?" And it's because wh- what gets created is, you know, a very close bond where people actually open up, and we trust each other, and we go on a bit of a journey to somewhere new together, and that results in us, you know, both us. And the guest or the person who's being featured being transformed. We're different when we walk away (coughs) after talking to somebody on the podcast or featuring somebody on the page. And what we're hoping to do through the page and through the podcast is to actually transform the people who are listening and watching, so that you're a bit different and you're viewing the world differently and you're making more meaningful connections with the people around you, I suppose. Um, So what we thought would be nice, people, just to create a room. I'm going to hand back over to Peter. And he's going to show you a sneak preview of a few pages from the book that's coming up next so he can tell you about the the pictures that he has here.
1: Yeah, so the interesting thing is about um, how Humans of Dublin changed me. It's changed me two ways. One of them is my personality. People say that, like, your personality is changing, like, every five years. But since I'm working on this project, my girlfriend is saying that my personality changed about five times in the past (laughs) two years. Because whenever I, I interview people, I always get the most important things out of their lives. with the directed questions and everything. So it's like, you don't always get a chance to talk to people like older generations, like grandfathers and grandmothers to tell you lots of stories, but I'm out on the street interviewing people every single day. So I get lots of knowledge from them. And um, another thing is that to be able to create a story wherever I am, if you pick a person out from the crowd and send me there, It's about 80% that I'm going to come back from that person with a story in my hand. But this is a huge power, like, uh, to be able to create stories and listen to stories and engage with people. Um, Another thing, as I said, that two years ago I was making coffee and about a few months ago I was able to partner up with the Childhood Cancer Foundation, Google, Simon Community, News Talk with them. with the Humans of the Election project, where we were highlighting real um, issues, human issues before the, um, the election. And there was another project that is really close to me, is um, a girl called Denise, she had uh, a Lyme disease, and um, I was able to raise 14,000 euros in 48 hours with a page. The page is not me, it's about, it's, it's the people who come there and call and, and actually connect with the actual person who is featured on the page. So from making coffee to be able to raise 14,000 euros for a good cause in 48 hours, it's give me lots of power and so all the stories that is coming up in here is actually from the book that will be available from the 28th of October. I really hope that you're going to enjoy it. <laughs>
0: I don't know if you can see up as far as this, can you? At a beer festival I got too drunk and I got in a fight with someone. While we were fighting I lost my shoe and she was the one who gave it back to me. This is how we met four years
1: ago. I was trying to choose the ones that are easy to read and it's very big. I get these sentences the way they are. And there are people who tell these stories, you know, like, <laughs> if you can't see it from the back, it's
0: the first line, and that's probably the only line you need from this picture, really, is, I in a sex show.
1: So the way of creating the stories I have, the people usually ask me that, how do I approach people, and what is my technique to play the stories, and it's actually very simple. In the beginning, I was telling the story that how, what is the project about, and who I am, and which school i'm going to and people tend to say no if you if you explain too much so my first sentence is that hi i'm working on a photography project i collect portraits of random people on the streets Would you mind if i take your portrait and that's it i don't need to use myself i don't tell anything about the project and then they usually say yes it's just a picture it's a student yeah doesn't even speak properly english <laughs> <laughs> I just make a picture, and, um, and because I have their picture, I can continue that. Um, I actually have to connect a few sen- sentences for each portrait. so would you mind if I ask you one or two questions? If you don't like the questions you don't need to answer, I can always give you another one. And that is a closed circle, so they're going to talk to me. So And then I just start asking very simple questions. For example, what is the greatest struggle of your life? Or if you remember the happiest memories, um, in your life. And then based on their answers, I create the next question. So I, I never have a set of questions. I have starter questions, but I never have a set of questions that I'm going through. It's basically not an interview. I like to call it as a conversation rather than interview. And people just open up. It, it's just so easy. Maybe because of my smile. Thank <laughs> 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 You probably can't see this
0: one, uh, but it's well worth including, I think. You can see this guy is striking a pose here, and uh, Peter asked him, he asked the lady here, what do you love most about him? And she said, he's different from everybody else, very unique. Can you tell me why? (laughs) Like, he's wearing my jeans right now. Can you tell us about this one before we finish listening?
1: No, it's just just there, it's just there. I just saw them, and I just asked them if I can take their portrait. They told me that today is Princess and Grandaday. I don't know if you can see the way she's holding his hand. Uh, This is the first page of the book, and uh, the last page is when they're walking away. It's the last page of the book. It's just so grandpa-looking, grandpa, isn't it? (laughs) Beautiful, very nice. You can't really see it in here, but she was like fully chocolate. of the
0: day. There's no rules on Princess and pride, <laughs> uh, That one made me cry, <laughs> well, yes. It's not the only one that made me cry. Um, so that's a tiny snippet. You're, you're the first people, by the way, outside of me in a coffee shop yesterday when we were looking at this, like, the <laughs> slides getting, you're the first people to see a preview of the book. So that's something special, hopefully, for you. And so that's the page, a little bit in a nutshell. Uh, I'm not going to spend too long talking about the podcast, except to say that actually, in a way, I kind of feel even a little bit more lucky and more privileged than Peter. I said Peter gets people to open up and they tell them, you know, their, their whole lives, and he gave you some of the questions that he asked. Well, I get to ask loads of questions, and I jokingly say that, you know, Peter is the talented snapper and I'm the incessant yapper. <laughs> so, so we're both in the right hand kind of part of this job, like. Um, And and all I'd say about the kind of the backlog is I I turned 40 this year and I kind of was determined to do something a little bit creative and uh, something that would last and make a bit of a difference in the world, hopefully. And if I was to be abducted by aliens tomorrow, I'd like to think that if my kids tuned into this as a backlog or an archive, it'd tell them everything that they need to know in terms of being a decent person and learning about, you know, wisdom and insights from the amazing people that we've got to meet. So um, hopefully you tune into it if you haven't so far. So... We're going to wrap up this feature, OK? And we don't want to finish. You know, you want to finish on a high level like this, don't you? you know, we don't want to finish with a boring page that says, here's how to contact us. So we're going to do the second last slide uh, as a boring slide of how to contact us. <laughs> Uh, so, find us, connect with us, please do. Um, what we will do, and maybe we'll do it now actually, is uh, we have a little uh, pressy here. We met Anna from the Repeal Movement who uh, gave us these um, stretchers. I've got a little tote bag here, and rather than us just flinging it out like you know, rock star <laughs> style, uh, what we'll do is, is, is for a bit of crack. Peter, will you come over? And yeah. You can see our Twitter handles there. Uh, if you get your phones out and you snap a photo of us now, this will hopefully help spread the word for repeal. Uh, if you snap a photo of us now, the first, the first person that we see show up on, I'll take out my phone, the first person we see show up on at hog underscore cast with this photograph. Five, five, three, two, three. Right,
1: that was your chance. Uh, we'll get the talk back to you, okay?
0: Uh, so please find us, connect to us, share, 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 share. Uh, and, of course, don't remember the book, you have to plug that. Time to tell don't put it on your Christmas list, put it on your granny's Christmas list, put it on your boss's Christmas list, they will all thank you. So, we wanted to finish on a high. and the theme for this month was Magic and Creative Mornings put out a brilliant quote uh, from Roald Dahl. Of course, it was Roald Dahl a short while ago. And uh, the quote that they chose was from a book called The Min Pins, and it says, if you can't read this far, watch with glittering eyes the whole world around you, because the greatest secrets are always hidden in the most unlikely places. Those who don't believe in magic will never find it. And if there's anything that sets Peter apart, and me, you know, in a small way, it's not that we're magical or he's magical, it's that we open our eyes to the magic. So what we want to do is set you a little bit of a challenge today. When you're walking out of here and you reach the fresh air and the sunlight, what we'll say is, for the first five minutes, don't fall into the habit of reaching for your phone and checking to see, you know, who thinks I'm awesome on Twitter or whatever. (laughs) Maybe try and do what Peter does, and on a busy street there's going to be lots of people going to work, what we want you to do is maybe be open to the magic, and rather than looking for a quicker route to where you're going, and looking for the spaces between the people, try looking for the people between the spaces. That's what we ask you to do. And instead of looking for a faster route, look for a better connection. That's it from us. Nice. So I hope you found that little sneak peek into the world of podcast and Humans of Dublin interesting and entertaining. You'll find the show notes for this episode on facebook.com forward slash Hodcast. Make sure you follow the page while you're there or the website hodcast.com. Don't forget you can subscribe to the show on either SoundCloud or iTunes, whichever you prefer, to make sure you never miss an episode in the future. Find me and talk to me on Twitter by looking for at hod underscore cast. And until next time, bye for now and take care.